1: and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel, it's Uncle Silk. It's your boy, 35, the All-American. The All-American 35. Hey, Dan, uh, the All-American, took some PTO. Dan's not, Dan had something that came up, uh, hey. some obligation he got to take care of this evening. So, uh, it's just be me and 35 hanging out today, man. Oh, we hanging out. We vibing. Same We're corner. Vibing. Yeah, Stadium Miguel. So man, you watch some championship ball this weekend? I That's did. Good, I did. Some
0: good games on, yeah. bro. It was some good games. with a couple blowouts, but you know, you know, it's always it's always good to catch a catch a game of football.
1: <laughs> Even the blowouts are fun though, especially when Georgia getting blown. Especially if in Georgia involved in the <laughs> blowout, it's definitely fun. It's definitely <laughs> The cab- fun. the just t- tingle a little bit more in the corner of your jaw uh, when Georgia getting blown out. You know what I'm saying? It just hit different. And then it start from the top,
0: It just unrivaled. The top absolutely the head man getting in front of the media, he
1: dog the players, and uh, that was very, ugly, very Georgia like. That was ugly. You can't, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you can't throw the players under the bus. You gotta kind of say, you gotta hit them with the coach speak. You I know what I'm saying? I should have done better. I got yeah, that's, my that's
0: the time. Better. If it's it any starts time with to me, anytime to be cliche, that's that's the time right there
1: where you be cliche. Absolutely, yeah, especially
0: after the, the like, game like that. Yeah, man. This man went out there talking about his quarterbacks. I mean, his wide receivers in the league, and he don't got that type of caliber players on his team this year. Man, oh, got, got like four star. or
1: five five-star receivers on his roster talking about that. It's it ain't man, crazy, man. Hey, I don't know, man. It I'll
0: tell like you pitch, what, pitch
1: man. I'll tell you what, though. After watching that game, man, it made me more mad. It just it just – and it's just been – it's been – Messing with me for, like, the last few days, man. I think I've been having a bad attitude because of that game, bro. It was fun watching Georgia get blown out, but it, like, hurt me a little bit more because I know we're supposed to be there.
0: Yeah. Georgia, me, Georgia
1: ain't supposed to be there, bro.
0: Put put a little bit more salt in that wound. And, and, yeah. It and,
1: and, and made me realize that we don't need to lose no damn Georgia no more. Bro, we just didn't come on our A game that day, dog. And and, and they beat us, man, in Jacksonville. But they're not a better football team than us. And, and I mean, not, you can, you can see alone. that. You can see that, man. They got boat raced out there, and there's no way we're going to get boat raced by any team in the country, let alone LSU. We already seen we could run with them. I don't know if we would have beat LSU. I'm going to be honest with you, because they they looking like a machine. But at I neutral know, side, though? I just don't know, man. Joe Burrow's Look, I mean, I think we would've, we would've, it would have been a shootout. I think we was with the shits, but I don't know if we could have beat them, man. I, but we supposed uh-huh. to be in that game.
0: For sure. Definitely. Definitely. We're going to bounce back, no, we're going to shake back and, and, and boat race Virginia real quick. I don't yeah. know what they, they five fans were talking about today on Twitter this morning. Hey, oh
1: man, they've been reckless, man. I was confused when I started seeing people in my misses last night. like, bro, people actually cheer for the Cavaliers?
0: Like, what? and talking about who's, like I thought that was the Christmas movie, talking about the Whoville or something, it's
1: the Who <laughs> Like what? Let's talk about that a little bit, man. Shout out to the, uh, the Gators, man. We got a New Year's Six Bowl, back-to-back years. Uh, we're going to the Orange Bowl. We're in Miami, baby. Yeah, in the yayo, we hanging out, man, so we're going to be in I paradise.
0: Got, I got an opportunity to play in the Orange Bowl.
1: That's championship. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. It was cool. I that's enjoyed right. it. You got to show them people how to win in their own building. That's all. That's all. Uh, so shout-out to, shout to Dan Mullen and for getting us back on this type of stage, man. It's been a while. We haven't been playing these type of bowl games, haven't been back-to-back 10-win back seasons. So congrats to the guys, man. They fought hard. Uh, my man Hendo declared to go pro, so he's going to be skipping out the bowl game. Uh, so we've seen our, the last of Chris Henderson at the Florida State game. Uh, Shouts-out to to the whole family, man. I hope he does great at the at – the, uh, come by and, and go and make some money. How do you feel about him sitting out? I don't know. I was just about to, about to ask you, you know, have we – I don't think we ever had a plan
0: to, to sit out in the bowl. Yeah, game I, the don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember I anybody
1: just uh, kind of declaring a sit out like that or, or, or recall anybody sitting out. But, but you know, hey, that, you know, if that's what him and his family uh, feel like that's the best decision,
0: you know, it, they got to make – you know, the best decision for them, you know, oh, I at definitely this point, respect. Him. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, you know, it's all about him, you know, cause he leaving out early, uh, you know, he, he don't really have to, you don't gotta go to school and stuff no more. And, um, you know, so, um, I, I know they talked to coach Mullen and the coaching staff, you know, about, about the decision and everybody came to a mutual agreement. It looked like, you know, you know, it looked like it was a mutual agreement and, uh, we just wish the best for
1: him. Absolutely, man. Um, just put some perspective on it, man. It's a lot of money at State. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, he go out there and then something back and happen. You just never know, man. You don't play the game like that. For sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we've seen this happen in, in the NFL, uh, in college football, when players might go get drafted, and then they, they tear up something. And I that, I really do think it's a meaningless game. Um, the bowl game's cool, and I think it's more of an opportunity for the younger guys. Some of the seniors, it's an opportunity for them if they still need some tape. But for a guy that's proven that, that he probably can go – Late first round, second, yeah, you got to kind of vibe, man. Um, I don't, I don't really recommend it, but if you're for sure locked, yeah, I mean it's kind of hard not. To it's kind of hard not risk. To. It's it's a lot it, of risk. It, it, guys got to understand
0: that's the only possible time you can go though. Like if you, if you, you got to be you know projecting in the first, second round. These guys be leaving and they get you know, with all due respect, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round, and you like. What is this guy thinking? You know, and it, it it you can still make the team, but it's just yeah. it's, it's harder. Why not come back to college, get, you know, get your school done and 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 get some more film out there and get some more tape out. Come on. You know?
1: Good question. You think when they're giving out these grades throughout the when they're giving these kids these grades, you think they keep a count of how many people they told to go each round to like can't be like, nah I don't told too many, they going fifth round, so they gotta chill. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they give you the honest opinion because what's crazy what though. What I'm saying man. though, like, what if they tell, like, there, there could be there could be 50 people you think are fifth round talent, but clearly 50 what? people not going fifth round. But I, I think they give you a grade off your talent. What a
0: great, what, what,
1: what, what are you off possibly go in. you possibly yeah. going in. That's why
0: the, yeah. I don't think a lot of these kids realize that, bro. Yeah, but I, I think that's what, what, what they give you. But I know my junior year, when I said my, my papers in, they, they gave me a fifth-round grade, bro. And then I came back and had the best year of my career and still went fifth round. So
1: <laughs> I got <I> to understand, <laughs> dog, they ain't playing. That two-year, your ass yeah. might have went undrafted, bro. That you. That's what I'm telling you, so That's why I came back. Yeah. well, absolutely. We also, uh, over the – over well, yes, today. Today's Monday recording on uh, Monday night. We had new facilities introduced. Um a whole stand-alone facility. The joint had a barbershop. It got a studio. Um, it's rumored that they got put a, lazy, name. a lazy river. A lazy river. Um, Bro, it got all the bells and whistles. It's everything that we need to get to that that Clemson level. It's everything that Clemson has. Uh, Bama has. Top-of-the-line facilities. That's what we need here, man. So it's a big announcement. Uh, I appreciate them for announcing it, doing Florida State's whole little shindig and hiring today so i appreciate that kind of killed their little little lust a little bit but other than that man i don't think what else is in the news that's it we still got some undecided guys i don't i don't know man we haven't gotten any feedback on Kadarius, tony or or grimes um i spoke to marco's people's and he's 50 50 right now they haven't made a decision they kind of just wearing it out Uh, i haven't got any grades Draft breaks or anything back from them. I didn't, I didn't get into all that. I just asked a general question. And I pretty much just got to that 50 50 right now. I'm trying to weigh things out.
0: Yeah. I mean, also, too, you got to take it into effect. It's, it's still one more game. So a lot of these guys, you know, I, they probably know their decision, but, you know, it, it ain't the time right now to even put that out. We got one more game. Let's go finish strong. Like I said, let's go boat race Virginia. And, and, and then you can talk about it all that. But I just, I just think, you know, right now they're a bit a distraction.
1: Absolutely. I want to get to you, your playoff predictions as well. Before we get into that, do a quick Gator Kicks read. Shout out to the good folks at Gator Kicks. Any customized gear you need for the Gator gear, uh, custom shoes, custom J's, hit up the good folks at Gator Kicks, thegatorkicks.com. They're on Instagram with the Gator Kicks. You want the Ahmad 35 legendary joint. They got the Fred Taylor joints right now, the T-shirts, and also the hoodies. The shorts to fire. I got some shorts. I ain't even brought them out yet. Uh, Amad, I ain't even wet them joints yet. I'm just waiting on them. You know what I'm saying? To get a little warm again before I pull them out on these boys.
0: Uh, you about to be behind? I'm gonna get the sweats this week, right here. You tripping? Man, I man.
1: They gotta get me right, bro. I'm about to start man, doing man. the reads, Don't get
0: me right, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey we got we got to do something, man. Something got to do.
1: Hey, Rob, holler at me, man. Holler at me, Rob. gotta be
0: in the works, man. Something gotta be in the works. Hey, I got some. Hey, I got some crazy for y'all too. Going into next season, I mean, Dedicate's got some, some going for, for the people who like country. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, Dan ain't on the show tonight, so you it's got to be, that news with him next week. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be dope. So we're going to have something for y'all. Okay. You getting the retro boots? Hey. For all the people that like
0: <laughs> the line dancing, you know what I'm saying? We got some for you.
1: We're going to get them Billy Ray Cyrus threes. I see yeah, that. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Already. Playoffs. Who you predicting, man? Who you got in the finals? You got Clemson, Ohio State. Cle- L- that, Cle- that Clemson,
0: Clemson, Ohio State game is gonna be
1: tough.
0: I, I mean, I, just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I got, is, I, I, is, is, is it feels kind of banged up too. But he got some time to get right, though. He got some time. To yeah, he got. They got
1: plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah, I got everybody time should get. be healthy by then. Um, uh, I got. I'm gonna go ahead and go and put my pick in. I got Clemson in that game. I like think Clemson? Clemson got. Yeah, they got a chip on their shoulder. They got a lot to prove. Uh, a lot of people been doubting them because of their schedule. They feel a little disrespected, and I don't think Ohio State's everything that everybody said it is. So I got Clemson in that game. Mm-mm.
0: I think I think Clemson doing too much. The coach doing too much talking. He making too much noise in the media. He 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 just complaining about everything instead of just playing football. I think they gonna have them guys coached up. They gonna they, they gonna put it on them by fourteen at least.
1: Man, that was just a mascot. He ain't coaching nobody, man. Yeah, man, I he's
0: think doing
1: what he's he supposed he, to do. Yeah, <laughs> well, he he's being a good mascot right now because he's he doing a lot of. <laughs> Should I even ask you about the LSU Oklahoma Oklahoma game?
0: Man, I'm just excited to. See, I'm. I'm tell you what, what. What I'm excited to see though, I know LSU gonna dice the boys up on offense. I'm excited to see uh, Jalen Hurts against, against uh LSU defense. So that that I'm I'm ready to see that. That's that's the matchup I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah, I got right now. I got LSU, Clemson, and the um. National Championship, and I got LSU winning it. We'll see where, how it goes, man. But for right now, mm-hmm. that's what I got. Cam, who you got? What's your prediction for the playoffs? Um, no, I'm kind of with you there, Corey.
2: Uh, Clemson, you know, they did win the title last year, and they didn't look bad doing it. So I know they didn't play nobody, but, you know, they're undefeated, and, you know, it's time to show them. Clemson
1: D-line not look the same like last year, so I ain't going So, the D-line is definitely not the same. I'm not going with that. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. The defense, line not the same, but I think just Trevor Lawrence, uh, I think he's hella efficient. I think he's just going to do what he's doing. I think the receivers, the wide receiver, Clemson wide receivers versus Ohio State DBs is going to be. That's that's a matchup. Can't miss TV. That's the, yeah. that, that's the matchup, and that's going to be the key to those games, man. But, um. This is, this is some exciting playoffs. I think this is the most exciting the playoffs has been. I don't even think they really got to expand the playoffs. Well, this I is why we're what we were waiting we, for. This is what we wanted a playoff for.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, we got I think what 50 we've seen this past weekend. It's still yeah, got to be the elite teams, though. We can't just be letting every time Dick and Harry in there. And their boys get yeah. lucky on a couple Sundays. and I mean, Saturdays uh, end up in the championship, and they ain't have no business being there.
1: Absolutely. I think what we saw this past weekend was it was extended playoffs regardless anyway. If you watch Mm -hmm. the games, I mean, all these conference championships is pretty much just extended playoffs. Uh, A lot of teams were in it and had a shot to be in it, and it came down to those games this past weekend. Right. Uh, Dan's not here, so I got to do this Georgia Pecan read. Uh, Shout out to the good folks at Georgia Pecan. Any customized things you guys need, you having the Christmas parties, or you want to just send a gift to your mom, dad, aunt, uncle, Hit up the good folks at Georgia Pecans. So uh, back to this bowl game stuff, man. How you feel about the tie-ins to the bowl game? I think it could have got some better matchups, man. Kind of like the Virginia matchup we got is okay. I know we're gonna smoke these people, but I'd rather play somebody like Penn State.
0: Yeah, I, I hate the tie-in because I, it, it 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 makes it dumb for just what it just did. Like man, let's play a team that shouldn't even be ranked right now. I feel like they only rank, left them ranked is because they're gonna be in a in a New York Six bowl.
1: And then, and then you got teams like Virginia in the New Year's Six Bowl, and, and an actual good team like Auburn playing in some nonsense.
0: Yeah, see, so that that's stupid, you know. Um, I think they need to redo it. I think they they should allow, like, I think they should do it like a drawing or something. The way SEC teams could possibly go play in the Rose Bowl. Correct. You see what I'm saying? And West yeah. Coast teams could play in the Orange Bowl or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's the point up of that's, that's, that's the point of the bowl game, but it should be different, bro. Get them get them guys away from it from what they're used to in the norm, dog. Get them get them. Somewhere somewhere different than what they play at every every other week or whatnot. And you know, have fun. Let them come come go to somewhere different for a week and, and and just relax.
1: Yeah, and I think these bowl games, uh, with, with, with the uh predetermined, the tie ins, I think that that affects affects the ranking. I think you gotta kinda put teams in a certain spot because the highest ranked team in this conference plays the second ranked team of that conference. Like the voters see that stuff. I think we got stuck at nine in the playoff thing just because they wanted certain teams in a certain bowl. Right. Like, there's no way we were supposed to stay at nine this week. I don't care who lost, who won, what happened. Like, there's just—I mean, Georgia got boat raced, and you're only good at your last performance. I don't care if nobody else played that week; you played, yeah, And, you yeah, went and the people went,
0: and, and they went, they went down one ranking. Like, what? Like, come yeah. on, bro. Come on,
1: bro. That's this almost. That's, that's like that's a slap to everybody that's watching college football face. Like we all know what's going on. It's like it's too much politicking going on. So I think they yeah. need to get the tie-ins out of the way because it's going to affect the way voters do things. Man, it's just not being it's like it's conflict of interest there.
0: That's the only thing you know. Everybody loves college football, but there's always controversy at the end when it's when it's time for bowl time or you know when it's time for championship time. Right? It seems like we can never get it right. Wherever you know, whatever AP, BCS, you know, college football playoff. It's always some type of
1: controversy. Yeah, it's always. I mean, it's money. Whenever there's money involved, it's going to be controversy and disagreement. But we also got some coaching changes going on, man. Um, Georgia lost to offense coordinator Sam Pittman. He became the head coach at Arkansas today. I think that's a huge loss for Georgia. Uh, just from, uh, I would say more from, uh, like, people uh, like on the timeline or or just pretty much on message boards saying that it's a big loss for them recruiting-wise. I think Georgia always going to recruit well. They, they've always had – I think they're going to get the elite linemen. They're going to do what they do on the recruiting trail. I think it hurts them from a function standpoint. They keep getting turnover on their staffs. So it, it, it hurts you executing, and and, be, and you need that continuity. What, what's your opinion on, on Georgia and then them have to go offensive coordinator shopping? I think I may have to go defensive coordinator shopping too because – I believe Florida State's offense, uh, new coach Mike Novell, is gonna probably try to go after their defensive coordinator. So they may lose two more coordinators. there will be two coordinators that Kirby has lost. Well, four, I mean, if you count both of them, but the sec- it'd be the second time he's replaced both co- coordinators, right? I just, it, it's, it's crazy how everybody just, you know, for, for,
0: for some reason running from Kirby and everybody want to talk about Mullen. And, man, shoot, you know, he's just running, running away from Kirby right now. Um, I, you know. Whether it be for better jobs they feel like or better opportunities for themselves, um, but it's always hard to bring in when when you bring in a new coordinator because uh, everybody got to learn everything all over again. You know the guys who've been there three, you know, four years it don't matter. You still got to learn a new offense and a new defense, so it always kind of sucks when when a new guy comes in.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping he could grab some position coaches and promote them on his staff. Um, There'll be some good de- de- defections from from their arm um, staff. I wouldn't mind that. And Jeff Scott. Clemson's offensive coordinator, wide receiver coach, just took the job at USF, which I think is a good job for him. Um, I think he's going to be a good coach one day. I think he still has to learn to, how to be the head guy. And I think that's Florida. He's a Florida he was the Florida guy for Clemson. And that just takes a guy off Clemson's staff that can come get Florida guys. Like He, he was their guy. Um, that gives us a little, a little bit better chance with Xavier Henderson. I don't know how much. I don't think it's going to be that much of a determining factor, but it helps us going forward with anybody in Florida, man, with him not being on that, that team. And it's going to be interesting to see who Clemson bring in and replace him.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And that, and that connect to Florida, that's big. That's huge. Cause you know, a lot of, some of the, some of the great players came out of Florida. So, um, you always got to have a good connect in Florida when you're out of state. Have you ever
1: lost a coach during bowl
0: season? Conda. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, so
1: you, lo- you never lost an assistant or that like that um, doing your days, huh? Um, yeah. I mean, that's you know, Mullah
0: left, but he, I, he stayed in coach. So I'm not. I don't think none left. Like and they didn't coach in the ball game. I know some guys got some jobs like during the bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like the bowl period. I think Tyler Strong got you know that Louisville job. So how is that? Like everything just pretty much been. You it just it, it it be weird, but like you know we respected it because we know he you know he he about to go get a better opportunity for his family. You know what I'm saying? So we can't be not be mad at him. Sure, we we still trying to go win this, win this game. So uh, I think Strong left yeah after the Sugar Bowl. So yeah, uh, you know we go we went out there. You know we played tough and. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we know what it's all about, and we know, you know, you know what these guys are trying to do. They're trying to better themselves and get, you know, better put their family in a better position.
1: Yeah, absolutely, come, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind. I us making some some um, staff changes this off season. Um, I don't want to throw. I don't fire nobody because everybody got families to feed, man. So I don't want to be on here just screaming out names. But I do think we can make some changes, man, to to upgrade the way we recruit and do things. I know Dan Mullen likes to keep his staff together and and work with guys he worked with before, but I do think we can upgrade some some different spots on the staff to recruit better. And, and I'm not one that like like I said, we're not gonna harp on the stars and all that stuff. But it's just we we can see the board. Like we only can go by forget the the, the two four seven the rivals evaluations. We watch you guys' evaluations. We watch who you offer. Who, who you can kind of set up and who you're after each cycle. If you start missing out on your board, your evaluations, then it's like, come on, like what are we doing here? So I just think it's a way we can upgrade uh, some of these coaches and, and recruit a little better. And even if, it, if, if it's not the, the immediate coaches and the, and the, the coaches on the field, maybe we can upgrade the off field, off the field coaches. You know what I'm saying? The off the field staff somewhere. We got to get better on the recruiting trail. You we know I'm saying like we, 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 Georgia out-recruited us the last two years. We just said, oh, we got the better coach. But then we lost to him the last two years with the same coach. Yeah, so no,
0: we gotta- so some, <laughs> we got we to get – some got to give, so. Some uh, got to I, give. I think, that's, I think that's what the separation is right now between the two of us. Um, you know, the offensive line played, for whatever reason, played like really like they were five stars. I mean, they were, but, you know, when Georgia played us, they really came to play, so. Um, we just need something to counter that. You know, we need—not saying we need a team for the five stars, but you know, hearing that sprinkle man, in, you know, along with some player development, you know, that—that's what it's gonna take. Not it's gotta you know, be I mean, a little
1: bit of both. And when you see both, both, when you see both, you see LSU. You see right. good scheming, like that offense. They got a good Joe Brady came in. He's scheming guys open. He doing some things with with uh, Joe Burrow, and they also got Tamar Chase running down the sidelines and. That, that crazy wide receiver court he has, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a bit of both to be the best. Like, uh, Alabama recruits well, but it also develops well. So, I think we need to do both at a top five level if we want to get to that playoff. Like, look at the teams in the playoffs. That's who you got to recruit. Like, that's who you got you to gotta be a little bit of both. You got to be well the team, man. So, I, I just want to see us get better on in recruiting. Right. All right, we're about to kick you with Blake Adamen and do some recruiting talk. Uh, this guest is brought to you by Brunt Insurance Financial Services. Anything you need insurance from the panhandle to the keys, I let my man Greg Brunt. 954-589-2204. Big policy, big coverage. Now we're about to do some big recruiting talk. My dog, Blake. Let's go.
0: You have now arrived at
2: Stadium and Gale.
1: First time on Stadium and Gale. We had him on Big 3 Roll Up before. Blake Alderman, 247 Sports. Blake, what's going on?
2: Good to be here, guys. I appreciate you guys having me. I had to come on here and uh, get my Stadium Gale on for the first time.
1: Hey, man. Hey, you're a big, you're big ask. Everybody was in my DMs like, yo, man, get Blake and one of them boys to come on and see what's up, man. There's a lot of smoke in the air about this recruiting. So, yeah, what was the buzz this past weekend that just passed, man? Uh, A lot of visits, official visits and whatnot went down. So what's the buzz around campus?
2: You know, last weekend was a lot of commits. Um, So, you know, there was some buzz towards them. Um, Just a simple fact of guys like Anthony Richardson, uh, Richie Leonard, a couple guys that are planning to enroll early. Uh, A little interesting note, some of these guys are actually looking to uh, take their final exams uh i will anthony said tuesday of this week um so he'll be trying to take his exams i think richie's kind of in the same boat uh, isaiah walker jr is another one who wasn't on campus last weekend but another guy they're trying to take their exams early um and if paperwork checks out and everything kind of goes through smooth these guys could be on campus as early as friday actually participating in bowl practices so How cool that's cool a nice that little nice. note for some of these guys uh, cool. you know, getting those guys on campus early you know as everyone knows you know it no doesn't matter if it's only a couple of them. You know, any kind of practice you can get is, is beneficial. For when, guys, when, did they start doing, when did they start doing that? Uh, you know, I don't know exactly. I know I've seen every, you know, every couple of years there's a couple of guys. I know Alex Leatherwood, uh, a guy that did that a couple of years ago for Alabama. Uh, there's been some other guys there. I, I think it's kind of becoming something that's a little bit more popular in recent, uh, you know, last couple of recruiting cycles. But uh, this is the first time I've actually seen anything like that happen at Florida. I don't know if that's something. That's happened before I was covering recruiting or anything, but that's something new for me as far as the UF this uh, cycle.
0: So damn, in a little bit they're gonna be playing half the se- senior half the senior year with high school and half in college.
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah. And we probably we, we yeah, probably we'll could have used Isaiah Walker like a couple months ago to be honest. Uh, with so you know I, wouldn't mean? Be, I wouldn't mind
2: that. <laughs> so yeah, they had a couple other guys on campus. Uh, guy out of Lake Gibson, three-star uh, defensive end, more more of a linebacker looking like now, uh, more than Joseph. Uh, he actually decommitted from Florida State on Friday upon arriving for uh, his official visit to Florida. Um, he showed up a little on the lighter side. I think Florida's looking at Morris, kind of a stand-up guy, not so much as a guy who can put his hand in the dirt. I uh, he heard he's weighing like 185. one ninety, A little under one, uh, 200 pounds, like 197, 198. From who around and who, so he's and who is? Marvin Joseph? Marvin Joseph out of Lake Gibson. What? They look bigger than that. That's still not so, bad. Yeah, he I looks bigger I don't know, that, man. I mean, it's, it's, like he's, he's got to be a lean 200. So. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's, uh, he come out of that visit, it's looking like Florida or Tennessee. I, I've heard a little bit of buzz in Tennessee's corner there. But uh, in, in the same sense, another guy that was on campus that looks more like a buck guy that could even maybe grow even bigger, uh, maybe even to some kind of five, or just depending on how he grows. Donnell Harris, uh, out of Miami Gulliver Prep, he's committed to Texas A&M, but he's, he's kept his eye on Florida. Uh, he showed up, uh, I believe he was somewhere around like 6'4, 220, 230, somewhere in there. So that's what I'm uh, talking this is a guy about. who's put on, he's put on about, I mean, he showed up early Florida, uh, I think it was like February, January. He was still a 2021 recruit before he reclassified, and he was about 200 pounds. So he's put on about 30 pounds of weight this year, and he's looking a little different uh, just from beginning this year to now. So I think. He's a guy that I don't even think you can count out of him growing into maybe a five-technique defensive end. I mean, he's a guy that's put on that much weight already, and that's even before being in college. I always assume these guys are eating, like, McDoubles and, like, large pizzas and eating, like, crap. So if you get those guys in a weight plan, he seems like, you know, his weight could be something that fluctuates. But, I mean, coming in, he's definitely looking more like a buck type for Florida. Uh, There's some buzz coming off that visit. I think the thing you have to keep in touch with, though, now He's committed to Texas A&M, and he'll be there this coming weekend for an official visit. So I think Florida kind of has to weather the storm there. You never want to give the school they're committed to the last say. So I I think I'm kind of waiting to see what's going on there. But I think the one that Florida fans should be paying the most attention to out of this past weekend's official visits is definitely Donnell Harris.
1: I like that. Um, I'm hearing, like, his family's a little split on that whole situation, man. But you got to love, like – being in that picture going into um, I mean, David Turner is doing a good t- good job, but the elephant in the room is uh the wide receiver board and the running back board. Where do you want to start with this shit, show?
2: <laughs> well, man, it's it's interesting now because I I feel like w- wide receiver, I don't really have a good grasp on that just because I'm not really totally sure where they're leaning here. I think running back is a little more clear for me, and I think that's just off the fact that they've got some guys that aren't going to be a lot of options. So, yeah, I mean, you can kind of go, you can kind of see that Ford is lining up some options to go towards February. And I mean, there, there are no slouch guys. I mean, I, I really like Jameer Gibbs, the four star running back out of Georgia. He's got a lot of buzz. I, I think he's been probably one of the more popular recruits, uh, at least in the last fall, just of all the offers he's gotten. I mean, from going from being a, you know, kind of an unknown guy to committing to Georgia Tech to, you know, having, you know, uh, Bama, Florida, LSU, Ohio State chasing after you. Uh, Henry Parrish, another guy out of uh, South Florida. I'm looking forward to actually seeing him play this weekend. I'll be at the state championship games. He plays for Miami Columbus, uh, where Xavier Henderson, uh, wide receiver target for Florida, they'll, they'll be playing this weekend for the state championship game. So I'm actually excited to see him in person. Uh, he's committed to Pittsburgh, but he's he's got Florida offer. Uh, he was there for the Florida state game for an unofficial visit. He'll take an official the same weekend as Jameer Gibbs in January on the 24th. Uh, so these guys are they are setting up official visits. Florida's looking ahead at, at some January things. Uh, Jaquavius Marks, he's a four-star running back uh, out of Carver, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, he's uh, tentatively expected on Florida's campus this weekend. He's committed to Mississippi State, officially visited there last weekend. And it seems like those guys – I mean, he's he's been fairly solid there despite taking some visits. Seems like they kind of solidified him up a little bit. I know Dan Mullen and Christian Robinson were uh, in home uh, earlier today on Monday to kind of talk him through things and, and kind of secure that visit. I think right now I think we can kind of expect him there but it's something to kind of play out as the week goes along. Uh, E.J. Smith, four-star running back out of Dallas, uh, son of Emmitt Smith, was on campus back in October uh, for an official visit for the Auburn game. Florida, it's interesting because it's a guy that you hear Emmitt Smith and you think, oh, man, that's a, that's a layup for Florida. But I've heard that he doesn't exactly want to be Emmitt's son, and I think that that's something that Florida gives there just because and I they're going to peg him as being that. You know, he, He's one of those guys that I think is genuinely looking at maybe his own past uh, but Florida, it seems to be the school that always is mentioned in contention. I've heard Florida and Texas A&M. I've heard Florida and Stanford. Early on, I heard Florida and Ohio State. Um, so it's kind of hard. I, I'm on board with I think it's a Florida and Stanford battle. I know academics are really big for him. And, and, and again, I think being the son of Emmett Smith, is kind of hurting Florida's chances there with him wanting to kind of be his own man. So uh, he, he's one that could have a decision any time. Um, he's taken all of all of his official visits. He's another guy for Florida that will be signing in December. So I expect Mullen. Uh I'm not sure who else will be with him just quite yet. I expect Mullen to do his in home one day this week. And then going that, into that, wide receiver.
1: What's that? Go I was before you get into wide receiver, running back sure. uh Th- Thaddeus Franklin, Miami commit he mm-hmm. did commit today. You think we get in those three stakes or they kinda just work the board they have now?
2: He's a 2021 guy, so I think Florida has some chance to really kind of play things out there. So, you know, I I think Florida is the way they're playing in state, um, and I I feel like Florida's done really well in South Florida this year. You know, I think they can be a factor if they want to. Um, But 2021, man, we got a lot of time for that. That guy's got like two or three more decommitments under his belt first. Okay, nice. So what's up with wide receiver? So wide receiver, I, I think the two right now to keep the closest eye on, Xavier Henderson. Clemson I, has reemerged here. They were uh, most of the year. It's been Clemson. All I've heard is you know Clemson is, is the team to beat. Um, seems like Clemson started to kind of look towards Arian Smith, a guy out of Lakeland. Um, seems like they're looking. Mo- they were starting to kind of circle back on Henderson. Um, they they really started to, to turn the, the heat up back on him kind of late. They're going to have him on campus this weekend for official visit. Alabama has been a team mentioned. He's been on campus at Florida just about I think almost every home game with his older brother there. So I think Florida's got a battle there. I'm interested to see how the elephant in the room there of Jeff Scott leaving and taking the head coaching job at USF, I'm sure that's something that's going to be talked about a lot with them this weekend. I think it can possibly open up the door for Florida there. But either way, if it's not Clemson, Florida's got a battle against Alabama. Um, Georgia's got a visit. I'm not really too sure that they're really thick in there. I think it's those three schools. The other guy, too, Malik Heath, uh, former – well, he is a Mississippi State now, but he was a uh, commit now. And he was also committed to them out of high school. He's a JUCO guy. Uh, he was on campus for the Florida State game for an official visit to Florida and then took his official to Mississippi State last weekend. I, I think Florida's in play there. Uh, he really had a lot of good things to say about his visit. I, I would tab that more as cautious optimism there. Um, just one visit to Florida. Minus, he does have a connection with Dan Mullen. A lot of the coaches when they were there at Starkville, I believe they were the ones who originally offered him. I think it was back in like ninth or tenth grade. So there's a long relationship there with these guys. So I think that that's something that's been a key there. Um, I know he's expected to be an early enrollee guy for uh, for Mississippi State. I'm not quite sure yet. I'm still kind of looking into that to see if that's maybe the same case as Florida. I think if Florida can get him in as an official, or excuse me, as a, an early enrollee, I think it makes them even more thick into the things. I think the fact that Florida is at least losing at least four wide receivers after this season with just the guys graduating and moving on. Um I think that that's an appeal to him and how Florida really threw the ball this year. It seems like Florida is really in this off of just one visit. Um but I think again, this is the guy that's in you, JUCO, man. This guy's this guy's ready to get out of Juco. So if he can get yeah, there a, early, man.
1: This is a kid we really need, man. Um uh, with, with what we got leaving, we need some experienced guys that could go make plays right away. I think he's the the, the type of guy we need. Have it they have this, had there, have there I'm sorry. Has there been any clarity with um, his academic situation? Is that a guy that we can take in January?
2: Uh, you know, I'm not sure yet. I think Florida's still kind of looking into that. You know, Florida's compliance and, and, you know, their admissions offices and all that. You know, sometimes it's 2019, you're
1: like you're Blake. How long, yeah, how long does this take? Like, why does everybody always know they can get a kid in a certain time? We're like kind of like taking forever to find out a uh, lot. I guess they're over
2: here sending it by carrier pigeon or something.
1: <laughs> you gotta be it's 2019, man. Like you need to figure this stuff out. I don't know why it takes weeks and months to figure this out, man. But other than that, man, I feel good about the rest of the board. How you feel about the overall class and where we can finish? It's just running back, I think, figures itself out. We'll get some bodies. I'm not extremely high on Henry Henry Parrish, but he's solid. Um, I like Jameer Gibbs a ton. If we get him, I think he's in my opinion, I think he's just as good as Bowman talent-wise. But we gotta land him. But wide receiver yeah, is just absolutely. weird to me, man. I don't know what we're going to do with wide receiver. Uh, who do we land? Uh, how? I don't feel good on Xavier Henderson. Even with uh, Clemson's mm-hmm. offensive coordinator leave, I still don't feel good. I think what I mean, if he comes back and he's he still going to make a decision at the All-Star game, I feel great. But if he's pushing his decision back to see who they hire, then I, I think that's a telltale sign.
2: Right, and that's something that you have to kind of keep an eye on here. And and I I don't know that they've they've decided anything yet on you know what they're going to do. The only thing so far that Xavier has told me is that he plans to announce uh, for the uh, Adidas All American game, which is on January fourth. And then even then, he's not even totally sure that he's going to sign until February. So even then, let's say you know he he doesn't decide to push things back. I mean the the total possibility of him picking a school in January and then still taking. And, you know, kind of listen to what they have to say, maybe seeing who Clemson offers or, or even any other coaching transitions that happen. Um, I think that that's something he could still do. So, you know, I don't think he's totally sure yet. I'm sure, you know, with it still being fresh and, you know, Coach Scott making that move. I still think that I, I agree with you. I think Clemson is still a big factor to watch there. And, and just, just the fact that, you know, he's been a lean there for most of the year. And, and I know a lot of people feel like, yeah, man, he's just visited Florida so many times. But I think to myself, like, I mean, would he have visited this many times had his brother not been on the roster? And I'm not totally sure that he would have.
1: Correct. I'm not sure he would have neither. I mean, that was something that was playing in our favor uh, to get him on campus that many times. But like you said, it's just been looking like a Clemson thing. And he, he let the season play out. He's patient with the process, man. But I just don't <laughs> see – I don't see it happening for us, man. That that, that last visit is, it, is like I said, it sets up for them. Um But we'll see how the wide
2: receiver board checks out. Yeah, that's the one position I think is the biggest question mark. You know, running back, I understand there's not a commit there. um, And and a lot of people are trying to wonder who it is. But the thing is there is you have options. And I I think that that's just something that's not totally clear with wide receiver. Um, You know, they offered a guy out of Georgia today committed to uh, Tennessee, uh, Jimmy Calloway. Um, explosive guy. Uh, He plays quarterback. He's played some defensive back first team. He's listed as an athlete, but uh, Billy Gonzalez was by his high school earlier today and offered. um, He's tentatively expected to be at uh, Tennessee this weekend, but he's not even sure that he's going to sign in December. So I'm not even sure that Tennessee would bring him in that early for an official visit if he's not signing early. So I think that's why it's not a completely set in stone type visit because he, he said that you know, let's say he visits Tennessee this week and he's not totally sure he's going to sign. He said that Florida would most likely be his only visit in January. So I think that that's the guy to keep an eye on. It just seems like Florida is already looking at backup plans. And and I, I understand they're doing that at running back, too, but it's a little bit deeper. It just seems like just now Florida has started to kind of look at their other options.
1: Yeah, I mean, last minute offers always uh, <laughs> make me nervous. Well, what's your feel on Leonard Manuel? I think, that, I think everybody wants to know if he's going to qualify or not.
2: You know, he's on a plan. Uh, I think him being at Stranahan down there in Fort Lauderdale has been really good to him. Um, Just kind of gets him, uh, you know, really more focused, just to focus on his academics. He got to close out his season, and I I thought he put some really good things on tape in those last couple games that he got to play with Stranahan. So it just seems like it's kind of a breath of fresh air for him. Um, He's on a plan. I don't expect him to sign in December. I expect him to fully be one of those guys that's going to sign in February, which gives Florida some time to continue to monitor how he does. I, I like the path that he's on now. He just has to continue to, you know, really work at it. He'll take his official visit after the first of next year once the contact period opens back up. Um, so, you know, I, I like where that one's at now, but he's still got some work to do.
1: That's what's up, man. Sorry Dan wasn't here, man. Dan flaked on us, like, last minute, man. Real unprofessional guy,
2: you know? It sounds yeah, like it, He's probably somewhere sitting, like, sipping some kind of expensive wine looking over, like, the the Tampa waters or something.
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. He got some he type got of whiskey. Drink, got us, got us feet up and got his pinky out. He's just hanging out, man.
2: Yeah, I heard I was coming and didn't want to come on here, man. I feel like I got dissed.
1: Yeah, you know how I go, man. You can't, you can't trust them, man. You know what I'm saying?
2: He's man. from Core Springs.
1: <laughs>
0: guess what? You know what they say? Damn, Daniel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Blake, man. I appreciate you for hanging out with Stage Miguel, man. Always a pleasure. Appreciate yeah, anytime
2: you. you guys want me on, just uh, give me a shout.
1: I will right, all right, we'll do it, man. It. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a little rant right now, man. I got to talk about this recruit, man. I want to keep it prof- professional while you was on here, man. But have a good night, dog. Enjoy your Monday. Yep.
2: Yep. Y'all too, man. All
1: Always dope hanging out with the guys with two four seven or Gators Country Rivals, all of them. Uh, so sure. But on some other on some other stuff, uh, Ahmad, we gotta we gotta recruit better, bro. Um, I don't think our ten win seasons back to back is matching our recruiting. I don't think our production on the field and what Kyle Trask and what we did in the passing game is re- is reflecting our recruiting. When you're putting up the numbers, we're putting up throwing the ball a thousand times a game, not even trying to run the ball. With. Receivers should be lined up to play for this offense. This is the easiest well, offense to sell like to receivers, and we're going with and they get the ball. Guys. They're getting the ball. A lot of they're guys get, are getting the ball. Get the ball. Exactly. Yeah, the opportunity is there. So, like, to, that's the easiest position on our roster to sell right now. You got seniors leaving, a bunch of them. You got uh, juniors thinking about leaving. It's a lot of room for opportunity, and we're struggling to get guys in that position right now. We're striking out. Uh, we haven't struck out because it's, it's not signing day, so I can't put them in the grave yet. Right now, uh, it's looking a little oh, yeah. little fuzzy. We'll see how it does on signing day. Uh, running the back and working stuff out, but we're not getting the elite guys. I like Jameer Gibbs a lot. I think J- Jameer Gibbs could be special uh, if we land him. I think that that's counting down to us in Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech is the program that found him a little bit, so he's filling them. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to be loyal, but I think that's a kid well, that we possibly land. I don't, I'm not nervous about running back.
0: What, Why what you think? What you think? What you think? The reason is that we're not getting getting these guys or like dude,
1: why is it got sal- uh, you know salivating it, over that, these, these, it's just coming know. down to your ability to out sell the next guy at this point it ain't the product you feel me like the product is before it, we it's up the the offensive recruit. it's the salesman that's all it could be the product is A1 we had a January 6 we had a New Year's 6 bowl, bowl two years in a row and yeah, we 10 plus wins two years in a row the offense is is one of the best in the country Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, we watching the ball down the field at will. We want we had big games, big stages. Like, I mean, anything you looking to sell on the recruiting trail, we don't put it on the trail this year, bro. I don't think it's any excuses for us not to be getting us type of – I mean, it's a gator standard, right? For sure.
0: We should, be, we should be tearing up Florida, the whole state. Absolutely. It should be
1: ours. I don't need all the five stars. I'm not into the stars, but we know explosive players and talented players when we see them. Right, you know what correct. I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get into all. Oh, oh, we need a certain amount of five stars and all that. We need to get but back to where we was. Speed, man. We all about speed, you know. And we need to hit the guys on our board. If we set right, a exactly. board, we need to hit it. We don't need to be setting a new board in December. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't. It's just being. You gotta be a little bit critical of it. Now, I, I mean, let me clear this up. Defensive recruiting has been a one. I like linebacker. C. Rob has gotten in the last two years. I like the defensive line that Turner's bringing in right now yep. it's another good defensive back haul coming out the last year's haul so defensive recruiting is on point like i, I have no no gripes about defense side of the ball i think our skill players on offense we need to tighten up a little bit that's all
0: definitely definitely and i totally agree but you know we, we like like we, we used to say around there man it's speed kills and it still does absolutely especially in my offense we spread guys out and you know be able
1: to have the ability to run the ball and be able to pass the ball Careful. Yeah, and also too, I'm not mad at the offensive line recruiting. You know, like you want the big names now, but I think offensive line is the the hardest spot to evaluate at. I think we did pretty, pretty good at offensive line. I'm not gonna say we we knocked it out of the park. I would like and they still I think Josh Brown is a the guy they're still trying to flirt with this late. I don't know if we pick them, uh flip him with uh Georgia offensive line coach heading to Arkansas. That's a possibility, but I'm not mad at the offensive line. I think we got some guys that are underrated. I think Gerald Missy's going to be a dog. Our, everybody really likes Isaiah Walker. We got some guys in the offensive line. But I yeah, just think sure. we got to get some... The skill players got to get on point, man. And that's, that ends my recruiting. Um, thanks
0: for hanging out and recruiting a little bit, mark Yeah, man, I hung out a little bit. I hung out a little bit. I'm going to get better, you guys. You know, I, to all the listeners, y'all yeah, notice you know, I, I get kind of quiet on recruiting because I, I feel some type of way, but I'm gonna get a little bit better, you know, for y'all. it's all, it's all about
1: y'all. And, be and your man's family, you called that too, man. You didn't care about the star on that one either, but he got his four star. They, they, yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, they gotta, gotta take care of okay. the people that's making plays out here, you know.
0: I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, you, got <laughs> you know, they be trying to they be trying to hold stars hostages, right?
1: I yeah, all the way
0: like they can't. You can't take me yeah, to the other side. Yeah, you can't <laughs> die with them. My well get them stars out, man. God, they sure kept a couple of my stars, but it's all uh, love. <laughs> they, they kept a couple. They kept a couple of my stars, <laughs> man. I ain't, I rolled out about like two or three of them. Shoot, that's it.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean? don't think it mattered much, man. All right, man, that's it uh, for recruiting. Let's go ahead and jump into this uh, deep dive with thirty-five. Deep Dive with 35 brought to you by Gibson Dive in Detail. Holler up my man Sean Gibson. Anything you need for boats. He does underwater, underwater hull cleaning, deck detailing, recovery. Anything you need done on the boat, holler at my man Sean Gibson. Firefighter owned and operated. We're down here in South Florida in the Tri County area, Broward, Miami, Palm Beach County. Holler, my man, Sean Gibson, man. 352. 514-1486. Again, it's 352-514-1486. Ahmad. Question this week. What was the locker room's reaction to Brandon Spice kicking the ball in the stands?
0: I mean, shoot, when he kicked the ball in the stands, I was I just remember running down the field. Dude, kicked the ball in the stands. It was more of a like we don't care because we y'all, y'all LSU. Um, you know, we, we we smashing y'all, blowing y'all out. I think the well, one the one really people was like tripping about because they were least expecting it was when Hernandez threw it in, in the stands against Florida State. And that yeah, was, that
1: like, was wild. What was the policy out of there? Did the Urban of no,
0: tell y'all to chill out with all that nah, shit or what? Urban, <laughs> Urban sat Hernandez down the rest of the game? I don't know if people knew that. He shut him down the rest of the game, but he hadn't no scored two times, so it ain't really matter anyway. Yeah, it's I think bro. A it's, wait, let me tell you the one that everybody forget about and nobody talk about. No, Andre Caldwell scored against Florida State two thousand seven. This man threw the ball in the stands so yeah, far yeah. in the yeah. south end zone, like in the, in the corner in the south end zone. I'm hey, talking about my son named
1: after Andre, bro. We call my son Bubba. he's named he after uh, Andre Caldwell. Bro, this man threw the ball. I'm talking about t- super far in the stands. And people don't really Dope. talk about that. Dope. Man, who got the song this week? I'm, 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 I think you had the song last week. It's supposed to be Dan. Yeah, I'm going to let Cam rock out with it. Cam, what you got? If you ain't got nothing, I can go. I can
0: go. Oh, shit, man. Don't threaten me, me you with gonna, a good time. Let me see what you're going to rock with then.
1: I'm going to go with... um. We gonna make it, man. YBN hey, Cordy, meet me. Yeah, before
0: before you listen, bro. Before you 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 put song, we gotta talk about Lizzo. Why her, oh, why, why, why her, <laughs> oh man, Lizzo. <laughs> the game. Why she did that though, man? Now people gotta sit down and, and she she done had a booty crack all
1: in. You know what I'm saying? Like I, people people gotta sit there. The next Lizzo. Uh, Those some big cheeks, bro. That's some all I'm gonna cheeks. say, bro. Some big cheeks. Um.
2: Real I don't know.
1: Cheeks. I don't know where you go find that type of material, the them type of cheeks, and find like a thong that big, man. Somebody said on Twitter it looks like the uh, the slang shot David used to slay uh take down Goliath. That what a thong look like. I was uh, rolling.
0: I, I mean, just like
1: like I don't know, bro. So
0: I, I'm a, I'm just, bro, I know she out of control. I know that.
1: Bro, it's a Laker game.
0: Hey, courtside, bro.
1: My family's here. You know. My kids are here. Like, this,
0: somebody's family like, was liquor, there, bro. And, and, like,
1: Laker games be, like,
0: it's like something we just take your family to. It's like, something, it's like the thing to do. Like, you know what I'm
1: saying? Like, yeah, I think people, Uh, she got the reaction she wanted. I mean, a lot of these celebs do stuff for, uh, to get their names trending on these social media sites. Uh, it's all about analytics and algorithms and whatnot, man. Oh, man so, man, man. she got. She was trending today. <coughs> and last night. Rakesh, she was, too. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> the Rakisha cheeks don't <laughs> slap the same, bro. It's all, uh, it's
0: no. Not. Rakesha, Rakesha, no. The Rakishi dawg. Some of y'all ain't old enough to know Rakishi, bro. Mm, we
1: know you know. You got that song, Cam? YBN Corday, man. We gonna make it. Featuring Meek Mill. Same corner next next week, man. Stadium Miguel, pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up game. Pull up game sound. Too close to pull out game, bro. You got to relax. Oh man. Pull out.
3: <laughs> yeah. God bless the dream chases. If you got a dream, keep chasing it. Never let nobody hate you out your dreams. You're going to make it. Yeah. I could have died on that payment. Every time I see my mom, I be like, wait a minute. She know it's something wrong with me, but I don't say shit. And I've been tired of chasing dreams, but I'm going to chase it. Shit, we ain't never had a shot. How we going to take it? Success is in my arm reach, and I can taste it. In the mansion, I was just down in the basement. They ain't believing me, but I'm going to make it.
4: It feels on a late night swimming with the great whites drowning in the deep waters. No, you got three daughters could use some resources. Now nah, we just need order. I got my own bad news. Fuck a reporter. Niggas ain't even safe, they wanna deport us I'd rather keep us boxed in on the street corners If you gon' stop and frisk a nigga, shit, at least warn us My dog's still on probation, they got a leash on us Far from stupid, in fact, I'm smarter than Harvard students Spark the movement and put an end to this garbage music Got me thinking like this can't be life stupid-ass niggas voted for the Antichrist
3: I could've died on that payment Every time I see my mom, I be like, wait, a minute. She know it's something wrong with me, but I don't say shit. And I've been tired of chasing dreams, but I'm going to chase it. She we ain't never had a shot. How we going to take it? Success is in my arm, reach, and I can taste it. In the mansion, I was just down in the basement. They ain't believe in me, but I'm going to make it. Yeah, it was hell here. My people killing in the 12 here. Got my mama black card, and she was just on welfare. That's ghost. Did it on my own, I got myself here When God asked me, do I want this shit? I said, hell yeah, I'm ready when I put the crown on, it was heavy I was drowning in my past like when Katrina brought the levees in New Orleans In my city to them kids, I'm like Jordan. Every move I make like chess, it's important I just went against the system, spending nights trying to reform it Late night thinking I could lose my life just from doing this It's a sacrifice, I know it won't be right if I forfeit But I do it for the young kings that never had no voices, for real I could've died on that payment Every time I see my mom, I be like, wait a minute she know it's something wrong with me, but I don't say shit. And I've been tired of chasing dreams, but I'm going to chase it. Should we ain't never had a shot. How we going to take it? Success is in my arm Reach and I can taste it. In the mansion, I was just down in the basement. They ain't believing me.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna make it. okay, I reminisce the cold days in winter time. Got home by dinner time. 7-Eleven runs, Gatorade, flavor, lemon lime. Hot Cheetos, Arizona's oranges, Clementine. The first job I ever applied for was finish line. Sometime a nigga be forgetting, then remember I'm savior of the rap shit, the leader of the renaissance. Self-appointed, well-anointed for my endeavors. I'm iron cheddar, applying pressure to find setups. The rap game is based upon what niggas lying better. It's truth is told. You can grow and die, and never know. I'm everlasting. Better grasping this thing in life. I heard me hookin', I told him to sing it twice. I my could've God. died
3: on that payment. Every time I see my mom, I'll be like, Wait, a minute She knows something wrong with me, but I don't say shit. And I've been tired of chasing dreams, but I'm gon' chase it. Should we ain't never had a shot, how we gon' take it? Success is in my arm reach, and I can taste it. In the mansion, I was just down in the basement. They ain't believe in me. But I'm gonna make it